Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Radio. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Prakash Rao. He is a learning skills consultant and founder of Turbo Learner. He comes from a family where education was as and is paramount, and his mother used her PhD to create a personalized system for learning. He now helps students to get the most out of their education. Prakash, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Amy. So can you share your story with us and how your mother created this new type of learning program? Well, it goes back 45 years. And when I was in uh, elementary school, I was actually one of the best students in my school. And then when I moved from elementary school to middle school, that's when I ran into a lot of problems. My, uh, my grades slipped. I went from being the top of the grade in fifth to actually failing a couple of subjects in sixth. And that's when my mother got into the system. She said, you know, she was a teacher. At that time, she was just running, a, starting a school in, uh, in Hyderabad, India. And she said, you know, this is not me. I don't fail subjects, so what is wrong? And she looked into it and she said, you know, the problem is not what is, that is, it's not my problem. The problem is that the way I'm being taught is different from the way I have been used to learning. And, you know, the thing with elementary school is the teachers come and help you a lot. They are very uh, supportive, but in middle school, they don't, they don't really coddle you as much. They say, you're not in elementary school anymore, so grow up. So that kind of came to me as a culture shock. And that may be also what came in my way of learning. So my mother, she didn't have the time to sit with me and help me learn. So in the spirit of, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. If you give him, if you teach him to fish, he eats for a lifetime. In that spirit, she taught me to learn. And that's what happened. She actually went through my learning styles, my personality, and a whole bunch of questions. She she came up with about 17 learning factors. And today we would call it a database, but back then she just collected papers, over 100 learning techniques and strategies and methodologies. And she put together the things which would best suit me and created a personalized learning system for me to learn. And the result of that was I went from, you know, like I said, failing a couple of subjects in the sixth grade, to, in eighth grade, I was actually pretty good. I finished high school with um, decent grades, but I went on to finish my uh, honors engineering program with, uh, in India, it's called Distinction, which is uh, summa cum laude in uh, US. So it's right from the bottom to the top, and that was my um, story. After that, I got two more master's degrees, and I mean, things have been going that way. The other part of that is, so this was, in 1980s, my mother also used this to get her PhD, and she also get uh, she got an international award, the Commonwealth Association of Science, Technology, and Mathematics Award from England for her methodology of uh, teaching how how to learn. And uh, to put that in perspective, hers was the winning entry from about 200 entries from 70 countries. So this was really appreciated back then. But it really fizzled out because almost immediately after that, my father passed away and my mother, you know, she gave up the school and went on to other things. So this kind of happened just in a certain point in time. And I got the benefit of it. A few people got the benefit of it. And then it's been the world's best kept secret. 
So now I'm trying to get it back out. When walking through your journey, what are you grateful for? My mother was, um, you know, she was learning to be a teacher. She did her master's, bachelor's in education, master's in education, MPhil and PhD and all that. So I have two siblings. I'm the middle child. When my oldest sibling went through all of this, um, her own problems with school, my mother didn't have the skills or knowledge to help her. And by the time it, my younger sibling came to middle school, my mother was too busy with her own school, the school that she was running. So I was kind of there in the right place at the right time. My mother had both the skills and the time to help me become a better student. And, you know, I see that with other, with other parents and children also. They either have the time or the skills to help their children, but not both. So I was there in the right place, the right time. My mother had the skills and the time to help me. And I'm very grateful for that. So how's your program different from tutoring? I'm not exactly in competition with tutors. I would say that my program actually is complementary to tutoring. Tutors focus on specific subjects and they help their students understand what is covered in school, but the student was not able to grasp that. So they don't deal with learning strategies or techniques or taxonomies or frameworks. And that's where I come in. So I create the foundation, I create the framework and a system that the student can learn to use to learn any subject. So there are two things that are holding back any child from learning. One is that, you know, they don't know how they learn and they really don't know how they should be learning, how they should be using their learning skills optimally. The other thing is they don't have a system for consistent and repeatable learning. So I create that for them. I help them learn how to learn optimally. And then I create a consistent, repeatable program for them. So that is kind of complementary to tutoring. So one of the parents I spoke to recently, one of my prospective clients, he summarized it in one sentence. He said, ah, I see. Most parents think that children need tutors, but what they really need is a new learning system. And that is what it is. It's a new way of learning. And he was exaggerating because I'm not really replacing tutors. I'm trying to make it easier for both tutors and students to get the most of value out of their uh, sessions together. Who is your program specifically for and who is it not for? And what ways does it actually help um, the individual? So in the United States, what used to be called the No Child Left Behind mandate, which is now called the SRB, Every Student Succeeds Act make sure that the low end of the class gets the attention from the teachers. And the high end anyway gets the uh, gifted and talented programs. So they are kind of in their own world. But the middle swath, it's it's a big swath actually, but they fall through the cracks. And I'm targeting that group. I'm actually targeting three groups of children. Those who really want to learn, but they can't get past the obstacles. Those who are working really hard, but they're not getting the results that they ought to get. And those otherwise smart children whose potential is all locked up inside them. I'm there to unlock the potential and unleash the genius inside. And to look at the other side, whom is it not for? You know, there was somebody who said, I believe it is not directly from the Bible, but it is indirectly from Bible. It says, there's none so blind as those who will not see, and there's none so deaf as those who will not hear. So just as you can only take a horse to the water and you cannot make it drink, I can only take do so much. I'm not interested in working with those children who refuse to learn. There are some like that. So I don't want to work with those kind of people. So I want people who are genuinely interested in learning 
and struggling. And those are the kinds of people I want to help. I love that. In what ways is your approach different from other programs that you've seen out there? In the first place, it's a one-on-one program. It's not a one-size-fits-all solution. It's customized for each child. And in the second place, I'm working on foundations, frameworks, systems. I'm not working with subjects or skills. And in the third place, it's a short program. It's just done in so much time. After that, they have a system that they can use. It's not an open-ended program like Kumon or tutoring or something like that. It goes on for years and years and years. It's just a short duration program. And uh, yeah, those are the three ways in which I'm, dis- I'm different. How do you personalize the program for each student and how do you help them get A's? It's not a silver bullet. They don't get the A's right away. They get it down the line. It's a five-step process. I get to understand what they're made of. That is, what's their um, personality? What's their learning style? What's their interest? There's, like I said, there are 17 factors that my mother had identified. I used that to look into the database of learning techniques that my mother had created. So I create a personalized learning process. That's the first part. The second is I create a system around that, which is the you know, five-step, that's another five-step process, but it's using what's called the Bloom's taxonomy to understand how to learn faster. And then once I created that particular personalized learning process for them, I coach the student in using that optimally. And finally, there are certain acceleration te- techniques that I can use. Uh, for example, mind mapping or how to take notes more effectively and uh, how to um, read faster. Not necessarily, I'm not pre teaching them speed reading, but how to actually understand what they're reading so that they don't really have to go back and forth as much as they would do otherwise. So, those kinds of things that are, there's a concept called the Feynman system of learning, which is you, they create an uh, idea of what they should be learning. And then at the end of the system, at the end of the process, they go back and say, have I followed that and learned what I really was supposed to learn? So I bring in all of those factors, accelerant, and make them learn faster. So this is the process I use. I create, there are parts of it which which are like templatized, but I fill in with the specific needs for that particular child and create a personalized learning process. That's amazing. I love it. Well, and especially because I don't know if you know some of my story of that I was born dyslexic and some of the ways that I had, I, I was lucky. I had some really good teachers around me and they used some of the things that you were talking about. So I think that it's so important to be able to just really tackle learning from so many different angles. So I love that. On that subject, I actually have had some good results with people with not dyslexia, but mild ADHD and moderate ADHD. So maybe I should also say that I can help people in that area. I think that that's a huge thing right now, being able to focus and it's that constant dopamine hit that I think so many people get from social media. Yes. (laughs) So when you sit down to read a book, it, it can be a little bit difficult. And the point you made is excellent. Reading a book is something that most people don't do anymore. Yeah, that's very, very true. And it changes your life when you read, right? Can you share some of your client success stories with us? There's one girl, this was earlier this year. Towards the end of the program, she told me that, you know, when she started, she was, oh, it was so close to getting into the gifted program for math, but she was not there. And at the end of the program, she actually got accepted into the gifted program. She definitely attributes it to 
this assistant I can talk about is one girl over summer. I helped her, you know, she was working on her summer assignments for her school. And um, so she was saying that there were certain things that she was not motivated to do. And I'm not so much a motivator, but I, what I told her was, you know, if you follow the system, then you don't have to be motivated. You just have to follow it. You know, do what it's supposed to, what you're supposed to do on a regular basis. And as long as you hit those dates and you set out a system, you set out a plan and follow the plan, you'll be able to do it. And she says that helped her meet all of her summer requirements. Wow, that's amazing. What is your truth that's gotten you this far in your journey? Well, I'd like to say that there are two parts to this. One is that, um, you know, when I was in my engineering program, we studied several books on programming. And I was curious to find three titles. One who said was, it was called The Art of Computer Programming by Donald Smith. One was The Science of Programming by David Grice. And one was The Discipline of Programming by a person called Edgar Dijkstra. And then there's a big question, is programming an art or science or a discipline? And then we realize it's all of them. So the way I started using that concept is that everything I approach, I approach with a art, science, and discipline, a whole mind approach, because you think of the art as the right brain, the science as the left brain, and the discipline, if you want to think of it that way, is the cerebellum, it's where you're doing things really in a regimented way. So it's the whole mind approach to what are we doing. And the other part of it is, again, I'm also an author on uh, time management. And one of the books I've really been influenced by is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits. Now, I really like that book. And as Isaac Newton said, I've seen far because I've stood on the shoulders of giants. And Stephen Covey is one of those giants on whose shoulders I have stood. But there are some things I do uh, disagree with him. Or rather, I um, disagree in the level of detail. He says, for example, in the third, um, habit, you know, put first things first, where he talks about the four quadrants, the urgent, important, urgent, uh, not urgent, but important, not uh, urgent, not important, and neither urgent and not uh, are important. In those four quadrants, he said, if you look at quadrants one and two, people who work in quadrant one are always reactive. People who are in quadrant two are always proactive because they have the time to think things through. My feeling is that people who are in quadrant one are not necessarily always reactive. We don't call them first reactors. We call them first responders, right? We're looking at emergency medicine or FEMA or something like that. They are first responders. What they do is they respond. And the difference between reaction and response is how you separate thought and action. They've already thought things through. That's why they're able to respond. Otherwise, if you look at a fire, the guys who are running around in circles like with like headless chicken, those who know nothing about what's to be done, whereas the people who are calm and collected and they really come in and take care of everything are the five people. They know exactly what's to be done. So if you separate thought and action, you're not reacting, you're responding. So those are the two things that I always believe in. I, should, I believe in approaching everything with art, science and discipline or a whole mind approach and separating thought from action. That I think is the, the secret of what I'm achieve so if there's someone that is listening and they would love to check out your services get in contact with you what is the best way to do so there's my website turbo learner there's my facebook um, a turbo learner uh, page that is facebook.com slash turbo learner perfect prakash thank you so much for coming on and sharing about your program and 
really the unique way that you're helping children and even older adults succeed in education. I think it's something that's so needed right now. And there's so many uh, parents that are frustrated with our education system and having to do homeschooling and all that. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing today. Thank you, Amy. Yes. And if you're listening, you want more information about this specific podcast or upcoming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone. And have a wonderful week.